My name is Lex Bagat, and I am a member of St. Rocco's Poetry Collective in Albany, New York. St. Rocco's Poetry Collective is a group of poets, me, uh, Kenning J.P. Garcia, and Douglas Rothschild, who organize an invitational reading series in Albany. When we were founded in 2016, we were a writer's workshop and reading series, and we used to organize a reading once a month from September through June since pandemic. We've been doing them like in the warm months, and this year we're going to be doing readings like every other month. So our next reading, um, well, we have this one in January coming up on Saturday, but but our next regular reading in Albany is going to be on February 11th. And we invite poets to who are traveling or friends who live throughout the Northeast to come to Albany and read. We try to program two to four readers for each reading and find a local poet to join them for the reading. Okay, what is coming up this weekend? This weekend is our fifth annual Midwinter Day Marathon Reading, and it's going to be a very special one. It's our first one back in person. Uh, We did it on Zoom the last two years, and Midwinter Day is a very special book. It's one of the greatest books of American literature, I I hope it's okay. I'd stand by that. It's, um, yeah, it's one of the greatest works of American literature. And it was written in one day on December 12th, 1978 at 100 Main Street in Lenox, Mass. Alice Notley writes in the blurb on the back of the book, it's an epic poem about a daily routine, but it starts with dreaming and waking up. And if you'll let me read the dream part later, I'm going to read you a little passage about dreams. And so five years ago, this, um, this woman, Becca Claver, who had been organizing a whole bunch of English literature people sort of celebrate Bernadette's life and work, they were calling on literature groups all over the world to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Midwinter Day by reading the whole book in one day. And St. Rocco's was really fortunate to host the Midwinter Day Marathon that Bernadette attended in person because she lives she lived until last month, until November, uh, in Rensselaer County and had read a few times at St. Rocco's. And so she came to join us for, for our reading. And we all had just such a great time that it became an annual tradition that we all kind of looked forward to to start the winter. It was like our holiday get-together was to have the, the Midwinter Day Marathon. And during the pandemic, we did on Zoom And last year, Bernadette um, became very sick with cancer. Last year's reading, a year ago, was a big fundraiser for her medical expenses. And this year, we weren't sure if we were going to do it at all. And then in November, you know, a few folks started reaching out to us to ask if we were going to do it. And then we we sent a message to Bernadette. You know, we decided we were going to do it if we had her blessing, you know, as long as she was down with it and if her kids want to maybe come and join us and we got to hear from her a few days before she died that um you know she thought it was great if we do it we were looking for where to do it and and i reached out to um matt from the bookstore in lennox to think about doing it in lennox and she thought if we did it in lennox that was just so beautiful and then a few days later she died and so now we're still doing it. Every, um, Matt from the bookstore in Lenox was like, you know, we have to have a celebration for Bernadette. This is the perfect celebration. And so we're we're getting together for the, for our fifth annual Midwinter Day Marathon, which will also be a, a memorial for Bernadette. And, um, yeah, we hope to celebrate this great writer, but also remember her and her life. 
and a lot of the people who took care of her, there were a lot of, you know, neighbors in Nassau and uh, New Lebanon and also poet friends long ago who took care of her and were important to her in the last year, and many of them are going to come and join us to read. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a really um, special event. I would love for you to read a little passage. That would be great. Um, as an introduction to that, can you explain just briefly why you claim that this is one of the great American works of literature? Why do I claim? I mean, um, well, uh, you know, I'm 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 uh, biased. Most of my favorite works of great American literature are like these, like long far, you know, like Patterson. Come on, you know, Patterson is the story of a city which tells the story of America, and uh, and there's a way that Bernadette's poem, you know, is in this vein of long poems. You know, it just is telling the tale of an ordinary woman, an ordinary Mother's Day, you know, from waking up and going through the routines of life, cooking, taking care of the kids, heading out for a little stroll at some point, and. Uh, corresponding with her friends, thinking about other parts of her life, thinking about her children's futures. All these things are all kind of worked into verse. And um, the other reason I'm biased is that I am really into kind of um, the revolution in literature that moves subjectivity from heroes to regular people. You know, Mayakovsky said that after the revolution, poetry will be made from the speech of the masses. Midwinter Day is not the speech of the masses. It is not regular people just talking. What it is is the journals of one ordinary person, right? It's the journals of one woman. So not a diary of a writer, but, you know, it's an effort towards that whole revolution that moves the, the story writer from the teller of the heroes to the, the tellers of everybody. So, so yeah, I was just going to read from page two where she wakes up. Is that okay? Yes, please. Okay, cool. So yeah, so page two, she's remembering her dream. So can I tell you what I saw? In sleep, in dreams, and what dreams were before your returning arms, took me like a memory to the room I always return to. When thought turns to memory's best love, I learn to deny desire from an acquired habit, a vigilant fear, till again to my nurse pleasure you and this love reappear like a story. Let me tell you what I saw. Listen to me. You must be, you are the beginning of the day when we're both asleep. You waken me. I made of you, and you must hear what I say. First, I thought I saw people all around me wondering, what is it I write? I saw up close the faces of animals. I slid down a long grassy hill, past everyone doing everything. I'm going faster. There was no streets to cross, no dignity lost, a long story without pausing. I was racing. No one approved of what I was learning. I saw a woman's daughter. We met on the stairs. I saw everything that was ever hidden or happening. I saw that my daughters were older than me, but I wanted to see further. Nobody, including you, of all the people doing things was approving of my sliding like this down the long, tilting hill. Past the place to play and all the past, I saw the moon's last quarter in the southern sky at dawn. Then I saw the shawls of the dream as if they were the sky and the dream's dark vest and the dream's collar and cuffs of black leather on the dream's black leather jackets. I was alone in the dream's dressing room, trying on different styles of tough gang wear and rain gear. In my dream, my daughters Sophia and Marie are always with me. And then we climb a mountain to the Metcalf's house. 
Nancy fixing us the 18 intricate courses of a Japanese dinner. We sit at a counter, curving around the kitchen, like what they call a kidney-shaped pool, eating hearts of hearts of heads of wet red and green lettuce in the most high and palmy state of friendly love. Then Paul takes us all on a trip. And it goes on and on like that, endlessly. And that's what that's what our reading is. Marie, one of the daughters there, will, will be joining us to read. But yeah, we just we just go on. <laughs> so the whole thing goes on, and you go in and out of the book. And when we did it on Zoom, it was a little faster. <laughs> but it takes us a little over four hours in person. And that's the wow. snap of the book. The other thing about why it's so important is the influence it's had, you know, on just so many women writers. And that's why, and I mean, writers in general, but especially like American women writers. And so that was the reason for the celebration that happened in 2018 was for all these women who felt like Bernadette showed them a way to be and to frame a book um, to sort of celebrate her and, and talk about her influence. So. All right, remind us uh, where and when one more time. Yeah, sure. So this is St. Rocco's 5th Anniversary Midwinter Day Marathon. It is going to be on Saturday, January 8th. And Midwinter Day itself is her word for solstice. And so we usually do it on the 21st or 22nd. But this year we're doing it on January 8th. It was a little bit more time after her death um, to get it organized. And um, it's going to be at the Lennox Public Library. The Lenox Public Library is at 18 Main Street in Lenox, Massachusetts. We're organizing it together with with Matt from the bookstore in Lenox, and the bookstore in Lenox will be open, and folks are going to be sort of gathering there before and after. The, the bookstore in Lenox now has a little cafe attached to it, so that's kind of the place for people to hang out and have something to eat or drink. And that is around the corner from the library at 11 Housatonic Street in Lenox, Mass.